of WebAx, and this is Podcast 100, Finally Made It. Joe, <laughs> Joe and Joe on WordPress accessibility. So welcome, guys. Hey, glad to be here. Hi, thanks for having us. It's my pleasure. Uh, so we'll give a couple quick intros before we get into the meat of the program. Uh Joe Delson, you've been on the show a couple times, uh, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so why don't you go ahead and give us a quick introduction of yourself and and and, uh, and a little bit about what you're doing in WordPress. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm Joe Dalson. I'm a member of the WordPress accessibility team, and I uh, I do a lot of stuff in WordPress. I build a lot of plugins, which I've made an effort to make accessible. I built a plugin called WP Accessibility, which handles a number of testable cases in WordPress themes that can make a site more accessible. And I do what I can to contribute to making core most more accessible. I also uh, maintain and write the WordPress Accessibility Ready Theme Guidelines and do, at the moment, all of the testing uh, related to those. That's awesome. I know you, you guys are both doing such a great job with WordPress. And oh, you're in you're in Minnesota, right? Yes, I am. And so you have your own freelance company and stuff. Is is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Yeah. Okay, so look them up if anybody needs some work. <laughs> not, not that you're busy enough already, right? No, I got nothing to do really. <laughs> okay, Joseph, go ahead, sir. Hi, I'm Joseph O'Connor. I'm in sunny Southern California in Santa Monica, the People's Republic of Santa Monica, to be precise. Um, I work with Nobility, Sharon Rush, and all the great people at Nobility, uh, doing uh, site testing and uh, making suggestions to people to make their stuff more accessible. And I'm a member of the uh, WordPress accessibility team and help out where I can. Uh, I have a pretty busy commitment to my daughter who's uh, severely disabled and it, it really takes a lot of time to do that so I'm um, I'm interested in disability rights and uh, accessibility I did accessibility and education for a long time since 1999 when the law first uh, came into effect and um, so I've been using WordPress uh, since 2005 in education and when I um, when I uh, retired uh, from the education system, um, I decided that I should give back uh, to the community, to the WordPress community, because I had gotten so much from WordPress over the years, and there was a lack of, um, of accessible themes. 
So that led me to think about ways to promote people to make more accessible themes. And here we are today. Uh, <laughs> We have 13 themes in the in the theme directory. That's a, an exponential increase over the four that there was la- there was it was there last year, I think. So, okay. um, but I, I I think that the conversation everywhere I go on Twitter on uh, in person uh, at, at meetups everywhere I go, and I was talking with Lucy Greco yesterday about this um, at, at UC Berkeley. She's um, she has noticed this also that more people are talking about accessibility than ever before, and some people are actually doing it now for the first time, and I, th- I find that very heartening. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, thank you, Joseph. Um, welcome, to your first appearance on WebAx. I can't believe it's it's been a hundred podcasts until I have you on, but. Thanks for coming. Um, for those of you who probably don't know, when I when I first wrote Accessible Twitter or Easy Chirp, um, I actually co-presented um, with Joseph O'Connor at at the CSUN conference, talking about Twitter and accessibility and uh, and and accessible Twitter. So, um, uh, yeah, a little bit of fun history there. Cool. And um, also for the about WebAx, um, it was converted. Was it maybe um, um, coming up on two years ago? I think I converted it to um, the blog to WordPress, and um, I found a pretty good accessible theme, and uh, and you know and modified it, and um, and then I, I ran into a couple. I still you know accessibility. Um, just pet peeves of mine. So I contacted, I, I mentioned a couple to Joe Dolson and said, hey, you should make a plugin that does this or that. <laughs> like removing those uh, redundant title attributes. Title yeah. attributes. yeah. Um, and so I think that's where the plugin was born, right? Yep, pretty much. So that was cool. Uh, but have those, re- have those title attributes, those redundant title attributes, been removed from core WordPress yet? Yes, they have. Almost 100% of them are, are gone from core. Okay. Um, and there's more going away in uh, 4.1. So great. <laughs> but there's virtually none left at this point. It's just a few that are more difficult cases because uh, they're in that awkward area where they do actually present information. They're not just duplicative. Um, and making a change to the front end presentation that would make those actually visible. Uh, would mean breaking potentially a lot of websites. And so they've got to be very careful about how how we go about approaching what we're going to do to fix that. <clears throat> yeah. And there's some proposals on the table. Um, uh, one of those is to um, allow themes to declare some type of accessibility support, which would um, allow us to target certain things specifically for those themes, but deprecate them for other themes. Um, and some other ideas are... <clears throat> taking some of these old widgets and creating new widgets that don't have those problems with the long-term goal of deprecating the old widgets, but giving people a good, healthy amount of time to adapt their sites and themes over to the new structures. Great. So lots of ideas. It just, you know, it needs a little bit of working out to actually get it to happen. Yeah. 
definitely. It's always the problem, that, you know, when you've you've made a mistake early on. Sometimes uh, remedying that problem is a much bigger challenge than just doing it right in the first place. And it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the way, what we all know about doing accessibility that uh, right. doing it right the first time is always better, but not always an option. Okay, so let's talk about um, accessible themes. Um, Joseph already mentioned um, there's a new tag, and, and um, there were four, and now there's 13 um, quote-unquote approved accessible mm-hmm. themes. Do one of you want to go um, talk a little bit of, a little bit more about that tag and what the guidelines are and, uh, and, and all that good stuff? Yeah, well... Um... I think I can probably uh, talk about that. I can talk about it at length, but um, we'll keep it a little bit on the short side. Um, (laughs) Well, the the accessibility-ready guidelines themselves uh, were born when I proposed to Mel Pedley um, that we needed to write some guidelines and start to push this forward in the theme review team as an area that would be addressed. And um, that was two years ago. Um, And so we worked that out. I wrote a draft, sent them to her for review. She made some comments, sent it back. We made some revisions. Then we posted that up on uh, make.wordpress.org slash accessibility and, or accessible, um, and started proposing that to the theme review team as a process. This was difficult because the theme review process is already pretty complicated. I mean, there's a lot that goes in to the process of checking themes to make sure that they're of a quality and um, condition that's going to be allowed in the theme directory. Mm-hmm. But this would be an ex- additional extension to that review. And the fact that we weren't trying to make it required, uh, because that was logistically going to be too much to ask at that point, meant that we had to really change the workflow of the theme review process. And that's been a long educational process. It took a long time to get it into place in the the first place, but once it was there, it was was some education and getting people to understand what needed to happen. You know, when a theme shows up that's labeled as accessibility ready, um, it needs to be reviewed separately. It needs this additional uh, review done uh, before it can be approved and gone live. Yeah. Because the process is essentially a theme can go up, it'll do all of the standard review stuff before the accessibility reviewer actually looks at it at all. Um, and that's on the, because most themes don't ever really complete the reviews. You know, they'll get blocked at some point because they're not meeting some guideline or they stop updating it or they just don't get there. And a lot of themes just, they never make it to being approved. Um, and so it's a waste of time as an accessibility reviewer to go in right away, review it at the beginning of its process, and then have that not go anywhere. So the difficulty, though, is that you know reviewers on the habit of going through that whole process and then saying, okay, it's great, it's approved, and then somebody marks it live, and we're like, oh, wait, <laughs> um, we haven't done this step yet. And so that, that took some working out. But the, 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 it's going really well, um, and people are really embracing it. I, I did another review of an accessibility-ready theme yesterday uh, by a developer, and it's really good. It's a really nice theme. It's really well done and very thoughtful, and I'm looking forward to that going live. Um, yeah, I'm taking a look at some of the themes that um, have been approved, and, of course... They're a mixed bag. <laughs> and, of course, you know, links to all this stuff will be on the, the, the post 
the show notes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they look pretty nice. I like, uh, let's see, there's all different kinds. This drop, this theme called drop looks pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And then, um, the JBST, and then... That one's a starter theme, so it's kind of a framework that you can use to okay. start a website from. And so is WP Start, which is also in there. They're both, you know, nice, just starting off frameworks. They're not really fully-fledged themes. Yeah, I noticed a few of these don't have ratings, so listeners, you know, go ahead and check these out and uh, give them a rating and use them. Yeah, you should particularly rate Universal and give it five stars. Yeah, that one looks like... Not that I'm biased at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Oh, so if you're submitting a theme... Yeah. So... just briefly, how does how does that work? Do you do you add the do you add the tag and then submit it? Or I'm not, yes. I've never submitted a theme myself. So yeah, yeah, you do add the tag um, at you know when you submit the theme. Okay. Um, and you know, there's no reason that can't be added to a theme that's already approved. Um, it's just that you know it'll still need to be reviewed and audited and make sure that it meets the requirements we put up. The requirements are kind of tricky because, of course, it's not the same as reviewing a website. Um, there's no content to a theme, so it's not like you're checking it and verifying that it's, it's an accessible website. It's just there's nothing about this theme which is going to prevent somebody from building an accessible website with it, uh, as opposed to actually being an accessible project itself. Yeah, you still have to make the, your content accessible. Yeah, I mean, that's why we chose Accessibility Ready as the tag, is because, mm. you know, if you want to, you can absolutely create a nice, healthily inaccessible website with any of these themes. <laughs> right. um, that's totally up to you. You're, you're always able to screw things up. <laughs> okay, well, let's change gears. Um, we're only talking about half of the equation, really, you know, the, the themes and, and what the user, the final user will actually uh, view. But there's, of course, the, the whole admin um, area mm-hmm. and um, and providing accessibility uh, f- for the administrators of a WordPress website. Right. Uh, uh, so, what do we have going on there? Um, you want to go into this, Joseph? <laughs> yeah, give uh, you better give Joe a breather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have um, in in WordPress development, we're using a system called Track. And that's where tickets are created and uh, reviewed, and then hopefully patches are made and accepted or not accepted. And uh, there's a whole dialogue about that in the ticket process. And we have uh, a number of accessibility tickets up there right now. Uh, if you're <clears throat> if you're WordCamp is having a, um, uh, a contribution day, uh, you might want to look at some of the accessibility tickets and see um, what you can do to help. Uh, it's, uh, there are very few of us actually actively working to, um, to make this happen on, on, in core. So we're reaching out to people, and um, we don't have enough 
uh, bandwidth to cover everything. But I think in, in the release to four, um, we really uh, worked pretty well with uh, Helen Hussandi, uh and we made sure that we didn't have any showstoppers before it shipped. Uh, not enough of the, uh, the tickets that we have outstanding went forward, but there's always 4.1. So it's, it's a really uh, iterative process, and there's always uh, a chance of getting it into the next release. That's yeah. actually one of the things I really like about the um, relatively fast release cycle is that the whole idea is that any given ticket can be punted. It's like, okay, we weren't able to solve that now, but we're moving forward um, and we'll work on it in the next release. It's not so much of a, no, we're abandoning this ticket. It's not important to us. It's, it's more, no, we just didn't, weren't able to figure that out yet. The admin interface is quite a challenge too. That's it's uh, there's a lot there, and um, mm-hmm. you know I know there's a lot of um, you know interactivity and everything. Yeah. So um, that's no easy feat. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's very complex to even you know get a handle on what the issues are. I mean to to really test it and figure out what's going on, uh, and then when it comes to actually patching and, and addressing some of those issues, that's it's a big task. A lot of it is written in, you know, JavaScript, and uh, I don't think at the moment we don't have any real JavaScript devs on the accessibility team. Mm. Though the the people who've been doing the JavaScript work have been really open to making changes and, and getting some of the stuff dealt with, particularly in like the media modal that we've wanted to have handled, um, but. It's it's good. I mean, everything's moving forward. It's it's slow and it takes a long time. One of the biggest challenges is with all of the the new features. They spend a long time sitting in plugins before they get integrated into core, and it's not really until they integrate into core that we can particularly address them and try and fix any issues. It would be really nice if we could know what was going to go into core a little sooner, <laughs> so that we could really try and na- figure out what we should take uh, take a stab at, what we should really be working on. Because one of the challenges with this whole um, pr- plug-in process is it's not until really late in the release process that you even know which features are going to be added. Um, and we have so few people that we just can't, we can't keep a close eye on every single thing and make sure that they're all treating accessibility right. Mm. So if there are any uh, listeners who are JavaScript experts or anybody else that wants to volunteer to help make the WordPress admin interface accessible, uh, what should he or she do? Contact us. <laughs> Contact go to uh and go to the accessibility team's uh, blog. Contact us. Contact us personally. Do whatever you want. I mean, really... Anybody can help out um, at any at any level, but one of the things that we're really needing in particular is is good active developers who can just go in and look at a ticket and come up with a solution. And because uh, at some level, this the process moves so quickly that you know if we're 
really slowly working through things, sometimes it just means we don't get anything done in time. Yeah. As, my, as nice as that is sometimes. Okay. Let's uh, move over to events, our final little topic. Uh, I know there's at least one big event coming up uh, for you guys. So you, you want to talk about that and anything else? Go for it, Joseph. Yeah, um, WordCamp San Francisco is coming up in October. And um, that will be October 25th and 26th in San Francisco. Uh, there is a contribution day on the 27th. And then there's something interesting called Community Days on the 28th and the 29th, where all of the teams uh, and most of the team members for WordPress teams will be working together. And we've been asked to do a panel discussion uh, at the um, either the, the um, Contribution Day or the Community Days and I think we'll be able to um, get some information to people who may not even be thinking about it right now. The, um, the presentation I did at WordCamp Montreal, uh, I met some core developers, uh, one of whom had never thought about accessibility before. And so there's always people to reach out to. And uh, Joe Dolson is doing a lightning talk and I believe I am doing a lightning talk also about WordPress uh, user experience uh, testing and research. And I better pack a lot of information into that five minutes, I'll tell you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, but a five-minute talk can be as effective as a 40-minute talk, really. Um, yep. The impact that you have is the way you design the talk. Mm. And so um, I, I'm making a movie that will go for about four minutes, and uh, I, w I won't fail to hit my points if I have a time-based media file playing uh, to display all the information that I want to uh, give them. So, um, so that's coming up uh, in October uh, 25th and 26th. There will be another, sale, another round of uh, tickets for sale uh, in the near future. Uh, some of the ticket sales that happened so far sold out quickly. Uh, but if you're still interested in WordCamp San Francisco, look at the WordCamp San Francisco site, and you'll, uh, you can subscribe to the, their email uh, notifications, and you might uh, still get a ticket. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's And in addition to that, um, there, one of the things that's really been shifting is there have been a lot more accessibility talks in general at WordCamps or just talks that mention accessibility, even if they're not specifically on that topic. Mm. Um, I know that uh, at WordCamp uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, which is coming up October 4th, Trisha Salas is doing a great talk on accessibility for theme developers. Um, so that's, that's just another way of, of reaching out and uh, getting the word out and a lot of people, you know, it's it's really not that hard to do at least the introductory levels of accessibility, you know, not necessarily the part where you're handling the issues with, you know, assistive technology bugs and 
inconsistent support, but at least the part where you're just doing the job right from the beginning. Um, and once we reach enough people, I think it'll just become normative. Definitely. Well, that's great. Um, I think we're going to stop it there, guys, but I want to um, thank you so much for, for joining me. It was a pleasure, of course, and you're doing great, great work for WordPress accessibility. And, um, yeah, thank you very much. Well, thank you. Thanks for having us, Dennis. Thanks, Dennis. Okay. Thanks, Joe. All right, guys. Yeah. 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 Yeah.